millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year, for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Susan Patterson and Susan DeLalo along with the one and only James Patterson, our authors of the novel, Things I Wish I Told My Mother. James Patterson is one of the best known and biggest selling writers of all time. And he's been on this podcast twice before, once for his memoir and once for House of Wolves with Mike Lupica. His books have sold in excess of 400 million copies worldwide. He's the author of some of the most popular series of the past two decades, the Alex Cross Women's Murder Club Detective Michael Bennett and Private Novels, and has written many other number one bestsellers, including standalone thrillers and nonfiction. He's passionate about encouraging children to read. Inspired by his own son, who was a reluctant reader, he also writes a range of books for young readers, including the Middle School, Dog Diaries, Treasure Hunters, and Max Einstein series. James has donated millions in grants to independent bookshops and has been the most borrowed adult author in UK libraries for the past 14 years in a row. 
He lives in Florida with his family. And interestingly, on Shelf Awareness, there was just an excerpt that he tweeted concern about the process by which a book becomes a New York Times bestseller. So you can dig into that if you are interested. Susan Solly Patterson is his wife, but now she is the main author on this book. She has a Bachelor of Science, Master of Fine Arts degree from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where she was also an all-American swimmer. She is the author of the children's book, Big Words for Little Geniuses, a New York Times bestseller. Things I Wish I Told My Mother is her first book for adults. The book was also written by Susan DeLallo. Welcome. Today, I have Susan Patterson and James Patterson here to talk about Things I Wish I Told My Mother, a novel. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having us. I have to say, at first, I thought this was going to be a memoir. And then I was like, oh, this didn't really happen. <laughs> like, what did they wish they told? Anyway. Okay. Why don't you tell listeners a little bit about the book and what inspired the idea for it and what it what it's about? Go for <laughs> well, it. <laughs> uh, well, my mom passed away almost four years ago. And, you know, we were really close. But, you know, mothers and daughters have their dynamics. And just about a week afterwards, I, it just really struck me that I was I was really bothered. I had something to tell her, and I couldn't. And it wasn't anything significant or whatever. But I, we just I just sort of blurted the title out, and Jim said, "Oh, I I think that could be a really nice book." So it yeah. sort of evolved. From yeah, that. I thought that it was a great title, and 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 in my opinion, having been involved a little bit and having read it now a couple of times, that the book lives up to the title which for me anyway. Absolutely. It, it just was really great. I mean, having then, you know, accumulated all of her things um, and going through her things and, you know, how it is, you discover things that you hadn't seen in a long time. It just, there was just so many memories and everything else. And, and, you know, the stories, you know, is fiction, but there are a few little probably truths woven and through it and and just the idea of travel and my parents always took me to great places growing up and as a result I also did the same with Jack we still go on trips that's our son but you know so it was just sort of a journey sort of a journey like that and you know a kind of uh, you know honoring my mom and it, it was a great joy to write and then Susan Delala also lost her mom in the same year and she had sort of a different experience with her mom so I mean it was really it was all great and we had such a wonderful time doing it. Susan's mother was 98 and, and Susan Delala's mother was 93 and both died in the same year this isn't about them as you said Zibby it's not it's not a memoir but it is a novel about two other two other women and they're very different one is uh, a doctor and she's a little stern and she's you know and and then the other the daughter is uh, uh is an artist and they couldn't be more different and they um what happens in the book is they decide they're going to go to Europe and travel together and they'd like to instead of being mother and daughter they want to evolve into being uh, best friends and adults and of course that doesn't really happen but it's a nice thought <laughs> <laughs> The idea was we had to, you have to go to Paris, right? Because you have to go to Paris. And that's actually one thing that Jack and I always did. If we picked some place to go, we said we had to go to Paris. But, and then my heritage being um, mostly Norwegian, that was just, and I just thought it was a different place that most people, you know, maybe weren't as aware of, but it's such a beautiful place with such nice people. And uh, yeah, a little different. 
Well, I'm, I'm so sorry about the loss of your mother and oh, Susan's thanks. loss of her mom. I lost my grandmother at 97 and it doesn't matter how old they are. You still miss right. them just as much. It doesn't mean like, oh, totally. okay, I get it. They're that age. It's still like the sense of loss and the love that's like no longer in the world. So right. anyway. Yeah. And Sue's mother was is was so sharp, yeah. even at 99, 98, whatever. And uh, she had she was a double major at University of Wisconsin. She was in economics and nursing because in those days they thought it was impractical for her just to be an economics major. <laughs> you know, otherwise she probably would have been running uh, Merrill Lynch or something. You know, or a dog, but a dog. very smart, very smart. But person. but she always used to say that to me too. She said. I just can't believe my age. I mean, I don't feel any different inside. I mean, my age, she just was always blown away. And she always used to fib about her age until she got to be 97. And then she started using it the other way. She's like, do you realize how old I am? Yeah. <laughs> but it was all, you know, it was fun. But she did. She really uh, never wanted anybody to know her age. And she did, you know, for the the girl from Wisconsin, she was pretty sharp in terms of, I mean, she was had you know, she was a beautiful dresser. She loved, you know, great elegance and all that. But it was kind of funny because when you think about it, like, I don't know where she, you know, wore all these things. But and one of the cool things about the book to me is just the way we're all laughing here. There's a lot of laughter in the book yes, and, yes. and tears mm -hmm. and tears. Uh, uh, and, and I think that's appropriate for a mother daughter uh, but which which it really is. And um, I, obviously there are others, but but it's it's a real it's a rich vein. I mean, it really is such a such an area. And I'm sure most of the people uh, watching, listening can appreciate, you know. Yeah. OK. Yeah. My mom. Oh, yeah. My daughter. Yeah, they all have their own. It may not be exactly that same story, but they all have a story for sure. About well, I love so. I mean, you know. They can drive you nuts sometimes. But that's that's what I tell Jack. That's my job. Right. <laughs> And I, I used to you know, tell them, hey, you weren't born with a set of instructions. So you, you know what that's like, right? <laughs> my, my daughter said, like, usually usually you don't annoy me, but like sometimes you do. And I'm like, but don't I annoy you when I'm saying no to the things that you want? And she's like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's what exactly. happens. You know, then I'm doing a good job. You know, I love the idea in the book, how you constructed it around one of those sort of Hail Mary moments when the mother's in the hospital in the beginning and the daughter says, well, if we get out of here, like I promise we'll just go on a trip. And I could just feel myself saying something like that and then like not thinking it through. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, wait, now we're going on this whole trip. So I loved even like the premise of that. And of course, like the whole twist at the end, which, you know, I I did not see coming. And I guess that's the point of a twist. But anyway, but I just love all the adventures that they took together. And even the way you describe the mom. And now that I'm hearing about your mom with the great dressing, how, you know, they go to the airport and the mom is dressed up in her like Chanel suit or whatever it is that it's, you know, so, so ready to go. And the daughter's like, what, you know, what is going on here? But traveling for anyone, mothers and daughters in particular, but any sort of ill-suited travelers trying to like make it work is so rife with comedy and drama and all of that, um, particularly when you throw the love interest in the mix as well. So tell me about that decision. How did that come about? Well, you know, I don't know, you know, how many boyfriends did you have along the way that your mom didn't necessarily approve of? <laughs> and maybe it was just one little tiny comment, you know, it could have, and unless you really knew where that was coming from, you might not <laughs> pick up on it, but you know, I don't know. It, I, it just kind of happened. Yeah. 
Just kind My of... mom definitely approved of Jim, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder I liked her. She, she, I mean, she did. I mean, I have to say, Jim and my mom had a terrific relationship. Yeah, I, I loved her. She's a great, great, great person. Yeah. Oh, not often you... said about mother-in-laws, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in this case, yes. <laughs> how did the two of you collaborate, and how did you work with Susan to write this together? I'm always so interested in collaborating. Well, we are going to get book. divorced now because of the experience, but uh, <laughs> not quite. Actually, Susan is my favorite co-writer. I, I was involved on the fringes of this thing, so I'll let Sue tell the story. I, I had a little involvement, but uh, Susan and Susan, the two Susans, as we call them. Yeah. I've known Susan for a long time. I mean, I actually kind of knew her husband better, but she just, uh, I mean, we hadn't really spent that much time together. And then we just started, there was just something about her that she's such a pleasure to be around. She's uh, laughs at every, I mean, she's just super upbeat and sort of the comical way we had the situations, even though they were different. And Well, they have the shared experience. Yeah, you know, and talking about our moms, it was fun. I mean, you know, just kind of laughing laughing and oh can you believe you know going back through our stories um, and then they went to europe to, yeah. to research it, so they had to go to paris oh, and then to scandinavia i'm so sorry <laughs> no but we had the best time we just did we you know we decided really enjoyed looking for different places you know we saw the northern lights and you know would go to these restaurants and really examine the menu and I'll oh, pick yeah, up on research. the we'd sit in yeah the research was great sit in the windows of in the hotel and having a you know a little afternoon snack or a drink or whatever and then really doing a lot of people watching and we, we just really tried to get involved in the local culture and um she hadn't been to Norway before so she was pleasantly surprised and of course the two of us had been to Paris many times. And we had just such a good time. I mean, and they couldn't be more different. Yeah. So the tall Scandinavian and Susan, she's the shorter and, Jewish. And she, kind of. It was and, a good combo. And she'd be, you know, trying to get her suitcase in the overhead bin. I'm like, okay, just give it to me. Okay. Like, you know, but we, we did, we really hit it off um, well. And it was, it was fun. And, you know, we were all talking nonstop, of course, about uh, different ideas along the way. Outlining the book on, as I researched. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good research. <laughs> that's, that's a lot a of fun. Book. I want to set a book someplace I want to go just for the sake of research. Right. Exactly. <laughs> very, very, that's right. very. I mean, smart. the idea sort of came to because of researching, like I said, the, you know, some of the history of, you know, the family history and, I had a lot of research on different places where my family had come from and a lot of the names. So we cherry picked a few names we liked and kind of worked them in. So that that Richard guy was actually, I, love I think he was my, they were, that was on my mother's side. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it was my great grandfather's name or something like that. So there's a lot of, you know, stuff in there that has personal reference. Both the daughter and the mother have a love interest thing, love interest story during yes. the trip, which is kind of interesting. And, and Ormson is my mother's maiden name. So we got oh. that in there too. Yeah. There's this whole notion of sort of lost loves or that the path's not taken. And, you know, what do you, yeah, yeah. Where, right. where does love go as you get older and, you know, oh, here it decisions. is. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun too with Jim working on it. So it was great. And I really appreciate all of his help, of course. <laughs> well, my biggest contribution, I, I, I would go for coffee and sandwiches. That was my <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure you have to do with it. But maybe (laughs) (laughs) if the sandwiches were good enough, I mean. uh, You like the idea. That was huge. When you mm-hmm. sat down to write it with Susan, did you like? Did you each take a like? How did you actually do it? How did you do? We the just mechanics? you know we each we really just chatted a lot, and I think a lot of it you know we had a notion for the outline, which Jim is always famous for, and it really helps. Um, you know, and and the idea of the travel, and then we just sort of worked in all these stories. Uh, one, for example. We took a train from Bergen, I'm sorry, Oslo over to Bergen. And at first it's not that interesting, but then it gets really beautiful. You go over the glaciers and there were there were a group of women of different ages just sitting there giggling, laughing, and they were all knitting. And so that is in the story. And this sweater that I have on is actually <laughs> from Crystal Ripple, who was in the book. She knitted me this sweater. Wow. So it was like little stories like that that we just, you know, compiled and put them in. And it just sort of, it seemed really easy. Um, I mean, I may ex- probably exaggerate, but it just seemed to flow pretty nicely. You know, a, a lot of just shared experiences, that kind of thing. Well, one thing, each time the mom was sort of in the hospital or went to the ER or whatever, there was this sense from the daughter of seeing her mom in this whole new way, right? The mom is such a strong, vibrant character and this mm-hmm. big deal, OBGYN, and like just has so much respect and power and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. and yet as soon as somebody is in a hospital bed, everything stripped away. There's this right. sort of sadness just from seeing them shrunken literally and figuratively in in that moment. And I feel like you capture that really well in in the book. And, you know, it's not an easy moment when you have to look at someone that you love in that different way. Right. That's so true. And, and it's hard for also, you know, Dr. Liz, Dr. O, that she could, she knew really what, you know, was going on. And then probably like every other patient doesn't really believe it could happen to them or doesn't want it to. So, you know, I think it was close enough to that to to suit with both Susan's had been through that. So I think that helped to make the Mm. the writing particularly poignant and realistic. Yeah, absolutely. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishful podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself, and it becomes very clear that the cat 
has other plans for the podcast, and those plans are the opposite of quiet. The cat may be disruptive, but it turns out he's also a great help to get fish out of all kinds of predicaments. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. So sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Were you sad to finish it and have to like put the the characters aside? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've sort of had it for a little while, waiting for this opportunity uh, just before Mother's Day um, to bring it out. But yeah, I really just enjoyed it so much because Jim and I had done the three children's books a few years ago, the um, Big Words for Little Geniuses, and that was so great. I just absolutely loved it. And then, wow, this is, you know, another um, great experience that it really was a joy to do. Um, I absolutely love And the response it. has been great. I, you know, um, what was that one? Uh, oh, it says uh, we've had you know, there were just a lot of reader reviews already, you know, like good reads and stuff like that. What, what was it? I highly recommend this beautiful, exquisite tearjerker for all readers. It has something for everyone and no one will have a dry eye at the conclusion, but your heart will be oh so full. And she says, I'm giving it five stars only because I can't give it a million. Oh, and yeah. Um, you a know, lot of nice, which is yeah, which a lot of nice cool. ones. Yeah. Like they were speechless. I'm kind of jealous because I don't think these guys are reviews. <laughs> um, you know, and kind of irritating. They, I mean, the the whole it was actually a pretty long review that particular one. And, and when I read it to Jim, he said, "Did you write that?" <laughs> <laughs> but there were a lot of good ones. I mean, it makes me feel so happy to to read that. That I, I mean, I just, I mean, I feel like I a lot of it was just a. Um, and I really, this is one thing I wish I could tell my mom for sure. I mean, she would, I mean, even though she would be annoyed if she was portrayed as Dr. Liz, but you know, that would drive her a little nuts, but I think she would totally just be, she would be so happy and, and it would be such a joy for her to, you know, to realize the honor, right? Yeah. Okay, you have to talk now because you know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that and that's the thing about the book. It, yeah. it, 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 there is a lot of fun in it, and and it is very emotional. It's real, and I think yeah. that's why readers are responding. And and even the selling is big. I mean, because yeah. you know, you know, it's look. I mean, it's a first novel, da 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 da. Uh, but a lot of the, I mean, you know, it's it's and little brown's like, look, wow, this kind of cool. <laughs> that's great. I'm really excited. I, Really, no, it, just, it's it's uh, really even going to be in your bookstore. I hope as a be at, uh, yes, yes, of course. You have to come <laughs> in. Or do, you know. <laughs> it's also per- yeah, as you said before, perfect for Mother's Day. Such a great gift, and you know, I think everybody needs to take those pauses and reflect whether you still have your mom mm-hmm. or you, you recently yeah. lost her. Or, um, right, right. But but I know you just sort of never know, you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think, a cool thing about you know, with all of us just thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you know, there's a quote, I don't remember where this came from, but I, but I just love it. And it relates to this book. Uh, and I think it relates to 20 year olds or, or people who are older. My time here is short. What can I do the most beautifully? Oh, you know, I, I just I love that. It's just such a, mm-hmm. a great wake up call. 
you know, in, 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 a, in a very eloquent way. And, and this book, to some extent, same thing. Things I wish I told my mother. Well, yeah, okay. Well, you, you mothers and daughters, start sharing. Start talking to one another. Don't wait till the till, till you can't talk to each other anymore, you know? I've also had several people say to me they're going to take their mother on a trip. Oh. That they had, you know, that this yeah, really... Yeah, well, we'll see how that works. <laughs> we'll see if they... <laughs> Just like you said earlier, if once they say it, then there's some sort of little... <laughs> but, you know, I never think you do regret those things. Even you take all the emotions. And I just read it a couple of weeks ago again, because, you know, you think you're going to remember every single thing. But, and I did. I still laughed and cried at the appropriate spot. So yeah. I feel like, OK, I, I, can, I like it. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get too close to it. You can't see it. But No, it's um, it's very moving and yeah. very real. And the prose is so accessible and just, you, you forget your reading. You just like fly through it. Which is <laughs> Thanks. Wonderful. You know, I recently was pitched this travel idea. I think the company is, I can send it to you after, I think it's called Explorer X, but they make, they do vacations based on your book. So they could do like, Ooh. they could plan a mother daughter trip to Paris and Norway and go on to all these places and they like collaborate with you and, and make it really fun because I feel like you Ooh. should offer that. <laughs> uh-huh, that is uh-huh, a great uh-huh. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Forward it along or whatever. I'm sure lots of any, any trip that starts with Paris is there. That's a good start. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I can't go wrong there. Susan, what do you like to read when you're not writing? And aside from all of your husband's books, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, you know, that could keep me busy for <laughs> 365 days a year, right? And I'm not just saying this because she gave us a great quote, but I always say my second favorite author is Eldon, Ellen Hildebrand. I do love her books and I, you know, they're, they're just so easy and fun to read. And just like she is, she's, yeah. she's a lot of fun and has incredible energy, but Years ago, Jim brought me a manuscript of hers and it was called The Blue Bistro. And he said, you know what? I think you're really going to just like, and I mean, I remember where it was, where I was when I read it, uh, you know, so I, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think that was one of her first. She was, she came out of Iowa uh, Writers, uh, right? you she know, did, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we both, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is another one that we've been read, which is a terrific, and I, Neither one of us has ter- a lot of interest in um, video games and stuff, but it's but it's still a terrific book. Yeah, you know, even though it's about video games and, and players, you know, which is kind of cool. You can get that interested in the characters and have no interest in and in what what their passion is. Yeah. That's true. And how did it feel to you, sort of taking a back seat in this project versus sort oh, of running the ship? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? It's great when Jack was our son. Jack was growing up. And, and as he now is out in the world, and we always made the distinction, we always say we're happy for him as opposed to if we're proud of him. Mm. So sometimes when you're proud of somebody, it's like because they're doing what you want them to do, mm. you know, uh, but happy for him, happy for him that he he chose schools that he thought would work for him. And uh, and, and they did. I'm happy. I'm happy that you know, I'm happy that he's with somebody and that's working out nicely. I'm happy that that's working out nicely. Or we are. <laughs> well, it seems like so that's why he what he does. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy for Sue. She's having a lot. She had fun uh, putting together her book, and um, uh, and I think it turned out well. So I'm I'm, I'm you know probably proud too, but happy oh. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> well, I've been going back through. My dad did a lot of photography, so I'm going back through years of 
you know, trying to find pictures of, you know, that my, me and my mom, you know, it's kind of fun to look back through all these photos. And then I see, I get sidetracked because I see some of my cousins and my aunts and uncles. And I think I got to get those because I, I am pretty close to them all. And I want to send those photos, but then, you know, you got to scan them and, you know, there's some work involved, but I, I, I'm putting that, shelving that for later, but it is really great. I mean, that's another one of my passions is photography. So um, I really love doing. And we're doing a little photos. book tour together. Well, that'll be oh, fun. That's great. We're, we're going, gonna go. uh, going to, <laughs> well, not to Paris and Norway, but we're going, going to Nebraska, actually. Where, uh, was it, it Omaha? Omaha. And Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. That's you know for the part of the book, and uh, uh, Chicago. Chicago. And, and then, then actually, Sue's going out to LA for the LA Book Festival, and I think she's going to go to your store. Oh, good! I'll when, be there for the book festival too. Yeah, yeah. I said the only other thing I want to do in LA besides go to this festival is to go see your bookstore, oh, and you. I mean that. I really want to see it. I think it's so cool that you you know are not too many people open bookstores anymore, so it's really great. Thank you. Well, it's good to have a good one. And I'm sure you did a beautiful job. I like it. <laughs> I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to write one called Things I Wish I Told My Father? Have you thought about that? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but maybe there's That's a, a good, good thought. Yeah, okay. Okay, thanks. I like that idea. <laughs> a little companion, um, companion piece, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have, uh, you know, there are a couple other little things that have I'm bubbled up out of this. So there certainly is. There, there's a lot of truth to that book, though, too. Mm. Uh, a friend of ours, literally, like in, in the last day and a half, went up. His father uh, was 99 and dying, and he just went up and 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 said goodbye to his father. Uh, and he did pass away a day later. Yeah, yeah. So he got there just in time, but yeah. yeah. So there, there's there's truth to that one too, and. You know, with dads, it's a lot of times the things aren't said. Mm -hmm. You know, when I sure. went with my father right at the end and I was fortunate enough to see him before he died. And we said we loved each other, which I don't ever remember saying to him. And we hugged for the first time that I remember. I'm sure he hugged me when I was a baby, but that was the first time, you know. So that there's a lot of truth in, in, in that other. But I don't know that Sue will do that book, but but there's a. Yeah, there's a book to be written there for sure. Yeah, there's guys are dynamic. guys are better now. I find <laughs> with um, some of my older friends, we can say "I love you," mail to mail, That's which uh, so we're getting better. Mm -hmm. we're getting yeah, better. <laughs> you're learning, catching on. Yeah. Well, it is hard. It is hard sometimes to share emotions, even if you feel it. You know. Sometimes it's just hard to kind of. And that's the thing about things I wish you told my mother. It is about mothers and daughters sharing emotion yes and and saying all those things and not holding back and you know if nothing else and, and a chance for mothers and daughters to find out about even the loves in their past you know i feel like people yeah. are really buttoned up about that like what happened right. before you married my dad or whatever people are, oh no yeah yeah but right. or those are good conversations yeah, other or other things that they just did in their life that they yes. may not have shared that you know right. you know how you try and know <laughs> be this well not perfect but try and show something but when you have a kid growing up and then you're you don't want them to know that maybe you have done i don't want to hear <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe we don't want to talk about that we're not gonna no, talk about it now that's to. for sure <laughs>
But, you know, even, you know, they put out a lot of reading copies and, and already you're getting this thing with mothers and daughters sharing the book and or getting their own or kind of mother daughter book club yeah. popping up. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing, because that when a book can stimulate you to talk about your own situations, your own lives, your own mother, your own daughter. That's that's kind of fun, too. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit of an icebreaker. Could be a really fun mother daughter yeah. reading group or book club sort of thing. Yeah, but and, I mean, it is happening on it. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we'd love that, that or Sue would love that to happen, but but it's it's happening without any stimulus other than the book. That's great. Well, I'm going to give it to my mom. That's for sure. Oh, great. I love it. Thank you. Thanks <laughs> so much. I have to give her this early copy, but maybe I'll wait and give her a real one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, well, we can get you up. You, you only have the advanced reader? Well, actually, this one's the, this looks like the finished one, right? This is the yeah. finished yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I but can I see have this. A, yep. I have all my dog dog-eared pages and all that. Oh, oh, gotcha. When I'm we reading get, you I get interested <laughs> in things, I keep turning the pages down. So well, thank you both for coming on. Thanks for talking thank about you. this great thank book. You. Thank you. Uh, thank come you. visit your book at my store and uh, you know, come sign copies love it. and all of that. And thank you so much for, for the book. Thank you. All that it Thanks will for have. reading it. Thanks thank for you, sharing. Thanks. Bye, Zibby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 